I think just in general, that's that's one of those things that like I love to hear is I, I traveler maybe don't go out on my own too much or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I went and explored and I found this and it was great. Yeah, and you did it on your own, and maybe you found some friends because of it, or maybe yeah. you just found good food and good beer and good yeah. people watching. That's what you're looking for on assignment, I suppose. Yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah. Inspired by the adventures of our nurses, therapists, and techs, A Beer with Atlas is the only healthcare-traveling, craft-beer-drinking podcast. Each week, we'll open a few beers, talk about the brewery and the style of beer, and then dive into some research curated specifically for each episode. In the end, we hope each one sounds like a conversation you'd have with your friends while enjoying a few cold ones. Welcome to another episode of A Beer with Atlas. I'm Rich. I'm Brian. Woo! Does my how Texas do I, accent. How do I top that? <laughs> you don't. I'm down to Texas. Top Hello, I am Dolan. I am here to drink some beer. Well, that works too. <laughs> Yeehaw! Y'all. I'm going to say y'all a bunch today, guys. We uh, This week we've got a beer courtesy of Dolan. Yeah. Brought this back. So he went down to our Dallas office a few weeks back yeah yeah about a month now yeah i was there probably a few weeks before that and uh, uh, and, and didn't bring any beers back i didn't no i'm selfish i did not dolan did two <sighs> points to gryffindor <laughs> right <laughs> look he's he's much better at this than i am let's be honest <laughs> so uh this week we have a uh, from deep elm brewing company in uh dallas texas we have dallas blonde <laughs> I have yeah. a couple I have I have some commentary on their can. Oh. But I'll get to that. Okay. I will get to that. Uh, but this apparently was one of the beers that put Deep Ellum Brewing on the map. Yeah. So, and I've had it before. I this was the first beer I drank when we got to Dallas that uh that night they just handed out at the airport pretty much yeah they just said here you go here's your cowboy hat here's your cowboy boots uh and here is a deep (laughs) elm dallas blonde Blonde beer oh and some brisket probably oh yeah Uh, probably yes probably oh and here are some like horns to put on the front of your car oh or whatever like boss hog so i'm kidding that's about that part i wish that would be cool so so i've had this beer before it's a it's a blonde ale it's quite honestly it's blonde ale is a style that I'm always scared of. I, They're always different, right? It feels like it is. I always feel like it's going to be sweet or it's going to be yeah. floral. Like I don't, I've just, mm. just by looking at it, I'm like, oh, is that a saison? Is that a lager? I don't know. I, I always, I'm always hesitant. I always sleep on them just because they're, they're basic mm-hmm. and not basic like in a target pumpkin spice kind of way mm, ugg boots i see right right no 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 <laughs> no they're basic in just a basic kind of way now i have i know nothing of the brewing process i know nothing of the just the the intricacies of of making that sort mm-hmm. of beer however like i will i will default to the ipa the sour the, sure yeah you know, the, before i go for the blonde ale yeah so yeah i, mean, I think it tastes pretty good uh, okay i absolutely agree with you it yeah. tastes very good it's not i wouldn't call it crisp i'd mm. call it clean clean yeah um I, I thought there would be some sweetness there wasn't Mm-mm. so it's almost it's not a you know it's not like a bud light or Budweiser or anything like that what's the abv on this dolan uh 5.2 
so it is. I mean, yep, yeah, twenty three IBUs, right? So that's that's normal ish. Yep. Here's a here's a funny story about this. Okay, so I went down to Dallas, and uh, Kurt, um, v, our VP, one of the VPs here, right? Yep. And Braden, recruiter, we went out and we walked. Um, now I'm blanking on the area. Uh, I want to say it was like AMC something. Just down from our office there. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. He took us down there too. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. So we walked around there and um, we stopped at this place and they had a oh, like over a hundred taps. Like Kurt was super excited. He's like, mm-hmm. they've got so much beer here, man. You, you got to try it. Yard house. Well, out of all of those beers, there was only like four locals. Right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, this being one of them. So he took us there, too, that first night. Yeah. Uh, Dallas Live. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and so like he's like, you got to come down here. Like, I'm certainly not a Dallas Cowboys fan. No. No. However, he's like, this is a spectacle. Like, you need to come down here on, on a NFL Sunday because there's just people yeah. everywhere. Like, it's just packed. And every place, it's just, it's, it's, it's just alive. Does he wear his mm-hmm. Steelers gear there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely okay. he does. I, yeah. I, yeah. I can oh, see he, that, actually. He's proud. Yeah. There's, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, he can't yeah. hide that. Yeah. Uh, so we went to this place, Yard House. Yep. Which is a, it's a nationwide yep. chain. I've been to one in oh, Colorado I, before. I had no mm-hmm. idea. Kansas yeah. City. I've been to one mm-hmm. in, at Legends in Kansas City, which is one of my favorite places. Uh, and I asked, I just said, bring me something local. I'll take anything local yeah, yeah. or whatever. And this is what she brought me. It's funny because I did the same thing. <laughs> I was like, I just want something local. And she, uh, well, the girl who was serving us didn't know beer all too well. Oh, which is weird because there's like over 100 taps yeah, there, right. yeah, you would think. Yeah. But uh, the she was like, oh, I'm going to go on break. And then we had a dude. Um, and I was like, what's local? You know, what do you, what do you mm-hmm. want? And he's like, well... We have this one, which seems to be what everybody loves here. Uh, and then there's these other three that I didn't even really look into. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, okay, yeah, give me that one. If this one's so good, give me that one. Yeah. So I get it. I try it. I'm like, yeah, it's pretty good, you know. And then I'm like, I'm going to bring back a couple for the uh, the podcast because we found it in a gas station. These tall boys were sold sing- like in the singles mm-hmm. uh, at the gas station. And it wasn't even a gas station, what I'm saying. It's a coffee shop that sold wine and beer Weird. and food. They had sandwiches and stuff. It was mm, it was different. Interesting. It was in College Town. And uh, um, brought it all the way back thinking like, yeah, yeah, this is so awesome. Went to the old Chicago when I came back to <laughs> Omaha, and they had it on tap. <laughs> really? <laughs> you can get it here? Yeah, it was on tap at old Chicago. It was like a special deal thing. Oh, oh I was like, I've Just never for like, seen it around. Like no. a month or whatever. Huh. Yeah. So did yeah. you have it there too? Uh, yes, I did. <laughs> I was like, wow, this is like, this okay. is cool. Well, you know what's good. Yeah, serendipity. Right? Mm-hmm. So I drink a lot of deep ellum within the, you know. Yeah. That, That's good. That week or two. Beer at a uh, coffee shop. Yeah, it was weird. So I already forget the name of the coffee shop. I but mean, you've had some deep ellum since then, so. Mm, yeah. Understandable. Yep. And, uh. It's right, it's like a block down from recruiter Trevor Romine, hmm. uh, his apartment. Okay. So we walked in there, and yeah, it was like, so on the left side was all the coolers with the beer and sparkling water and canned wines, oh. and then on the right side was all of the wine that they had there. Uh, a lot of imports, not a lot of locals. There was one local bottle of wine, uh, 
that uh, you'll probably see it on Wino Wednesday oh. here coming soon. Um, it was called Texas. <laughs> and then in the middle was the register. And behind the register, like it was squared out, <clears throat> like all the way back. And they had like sandwich stations there and like, you know, desserty stuff and the coffee machines and all of that there. So you would order the coffee right then and there. Hmm. God bless Texas. Yeah, yeah. that sounds kind of cool. Man. It was a cool little spot for sure. Man. If I live close to there, like, I don't know if I'd ever leave that area. Yeah. It seems like yeah. everything. Now, do they serve pizza and or tacos? No. Okay, well, then no. you'd have to leave. I mean, you get a breakfast service. burrito. That's pretty good, right? Eh, okay, for breakfast, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So. And then across the street, there's a 7-Eleven, but it's not a gas station 7-Eleven. It's like in in a little like strip hmm. there. Weird. <laughs> they don't sell gas? No, no. Uh, we went inside there to try to find, because at first I didn't find a local wine that I wanted. So we went inside there to see if they had something at the 7-Eleven, and... Uh, Nope. Um, all we got was a couple dudes asking for some cigarettes. Mm, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Asking you if you had cigarettes? Yeah. Oh, like they Which wanted they we, wanted a bum of smoke. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. well. So it was like a gas station. Yeah. yeah. So it was a 7-Eleven. Yep. Yep. That it sounds, was definitely 7-Eleven. That sounds right. Hmm. They just didn't sell gas. On their website... They have a couple different things. I clipped out a few things here. Uh, in a town famous for blonde, for bottled blondes. Mm-hmm. Must be a thing, right? That's Yes. Girls in Dallas <laughs> dye their hair blonde, I guess? I don't know. Yeah. We've reset the bar. This shimmering golden ale combines citrus, citrusy and floral American hops with pale Vienna and wheat malts. It's beautifully balanced, sessionably, sessionably. Is that a Is word? That, I don't know. Sessionable? Sessionable. Sessionable. There we go. Yeah. There. (laughs) 5.2. Sessionable brew. Guaranteed to deliver more fun. Go blonde. They say blondes have more fun. That's what they say. That's a a saying. That's what they say. I think it's true. Uh, Here's a little bit of what I, I peruse their thing too. And it's funny because we can both go to the same website and both be like, ooh, this is so cool. And it's totally different. Completely different things. I, I wrote down some of the stuff about their seltzer. I, I saw this too. Yes. So the main pop thing that came out, the very first thing that popped out at me was the lemon seltzer. Because mm-hmm. their logo was really cool. And it was kind of like, uh, it's kind of. All their cans have a similar style to them. Yeah. It, looks, it looked kind of like that. Um Almost is, like tattooy, yeah. Like, would be the best way yes. I would describe it. I was it. gonna say that. Like, uh, what do they call those? Like traditional American tradition. Yeah. American traditional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this one was lemon seltzer, and I was like, okay, that looks neat. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I like lemon. Let me find out about it. And they mm-hmm. were like, okay, it's five percent, and it was a tribute to this musician, uh, Blind Lemon Jefferson. He was a guitar player uh, and singer in the 1920s in the Deep Ellum neighborhood of Dallas area, uh, which was like 99.9% black neighborhood, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which and we went there. Super cool place. That's what I heard. Love I heard that neighborhood's Deep like legit. Yeah. There is a barbecue place there called Terry Black's. Probably the best brisket I've ever had. Okay, you can mm. continue. Yeah. Brisket. Mm. <laughs> um, this guy was known for his super loud voice and also his vocal range. 
So this is before, you know, you had monitors or microphones, really. Right. So you're just singing as loud as you can, and that's how it works. And hmm. and uh, I listened to some of his songs. I found some on Spotify after I saw the name. So I just wanted to hear what it was like. And, yeah, you're like, okay, this is this is interesting stuff. Was he really blind? Yeah. Oh, okay. And it was, and I guess it's blues be the best way. It's like a, a less famous Robert Johnson is hmm. how I would describe his stuff. Uh, he had two songs that were kind of like big hits, big-ish hits, mm-hmm. uh, and they're the ones you'll find on Spotify, and maybe you'll hear here. I don't know. This, this could show my music ignorance a little bit, but does this predate like like modern blues, jazz? I would have um, thought that would have been after the 1920s. Well, 1920s was like Prohibition's you know, time. So okay, like yeah. the, the wild, uh, what do they call that? not the the roaring 20s mm-hmm. yeah so that's like the the birth of jazz or big band kind of starts there um but jazz really doesn't get its stride at least in america till like world war ii and the around that time that's what 40s i thought 40s to 50s that, okay that's maybe my experience with that style yeah. of music is, is around that time frame so this is like Basically, what I would describe this as is a guy sitting on the front porch with an acoustic guitar, mm. uh, never had a vocal lesson, never had a guitar lesson, probably played the same 10 songs his whole life, and somebody happened to walk by and be like, a field recording, somebody that was looking for this sort of stuff, which yep. is what they used to do, yep. and be like, hey, come down here and we'll record you and give you 10 bucks, and then we'll sell these records, uh, race records, they call them back then, mm. we'll sell them and, and they'll make the money and you get your five dollars or whatever so that's that's i'm guessing what it sounds like 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 oh brother where art thou very similar to that there's a feller down there that'll uh-huh. pay you five dollars to sing into to a tin can. can uh so they had this lemon seltzer that stood out to me um but then they also had blind lime blind peach blind berry and blind pickle so oh. they have a whole seltzer line mm. And pickle seltzer, pickle seltzer, yes, a pickle seltzer. Whoa, and it that had, makes me want to look. All of a sudden, Dolan was like, What, what, huh? What? <laughs> and all the cans look the same, it's just the color is different. So, oh. the lemon's yellow, obviously, the pickle was like green, and blah blah blah. Um, some of the other beers that they had that I wrote down that were interesting to me, um, one was called Cadillac Bandito, which mm. was their Mexican lager, it had sea salt and lime, yeah, so almost yum. Almost a goza if it wasn't sour. I'll take it. Um, deep winter, they call this one, mm. which normally they don't have a lot of winter, but last year was mm. nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, a golden porter, which I've never heard of. Whoa. I've heard of golden stouts, but a golden porter, I don't know what that means. I've never had one. Uh, cocoa nibs and coffee. So I'm guessing it looks like this, and it just smells like coffee and chocolate. Really? Um, dream crusher. This is in my. This is my jam. Double rye IPA, nine and a half percent, and hoppy. I wrote, and then they had uh, like a barrel aged series, four swords. So barrel aged Belgian quad uh, was aged in Cabernet wine barrels. Tastes like dark stone fruits. So mm. your standard Belgian style, mm-hmm. uh, caramel, toasted, bready flavor, ten and a half percent, and they sell that in a bomber. Uh, and then they had menu. So they had food. At this place. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I wrote down, which was interesting because they had the recipe online, uh, Lateral Haze, which is one of their beers, uh, Chorizo Queso Dip. So oh if you want to make some queso with yes. their beer, boom, go to their website. Oh, they've got it right there. Man. Yes. 
Okay, Dolan, for the second week in a row, I think you have some homework. Could yeah. You, could you make this for us, do you yeah. think? I, do we, we need their... queso dip? Right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I can make it, but I've had it before mm. at a different brewery who also used their beer in it, and mm. it is amazing. So it's, if it's even relatively close to that... I'm down. Okay. Okay. Right. I, I don't even know if it has to be relatively close. No, I think you have to just be like, in the ballpark. Yeah. Which means yeah. queso and chorizo. Melted cheese and chorizo and maybe some beer flavor. Yep. Yep. Close enough. Uh, Deep Ellum Neighborhood. We touched on that just for a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to go into a little history of that because there actually is history there. We were talking... Um, the last episode about the old building, mm-hmm. uh, and this is an old neighborhood as far as Texas goes, because they haven't been a state that long, uh, not like an East Coast state. Uh, it was basically now, I think it is, like arts and entertainment area, I guess, kind of, yeah. right? Yeah. So I actually have a video of a, uh, well, because, you know, Braden always has to go big when we go somewhere. Oh, yeah. So uh, we had rented a um, Mustang convertible, and there's a video of us driving <laughs> down Deep Ellum uh, with the top down and Kurt. Kurt was in the, oh, <laughs> in yes. the convertible as well. And uh, every like venue had an open door, like a kind of like a garage door, I would yeah. say, you know? And um, there was, you know, rap music. There was a couple, there was an EDM show going on. Hmm, weird. Um, yeah. So, I mean, there was all that. And then, of course, all the art just around. There was like a, a truck in the middle of Deep Ellum that was completely painted. Hmm. I don't know. It looked like it had a lot of paint on it, though. Like, I'm pretty sure if you would try to, like, chip it off. Yeah. Like, it'd probably be, like, oh, maybe dang. two or three inches <laughs> thick. thick of paint. Because I'm looking at it, I'm like, some parts of the truck are, like, fat and rounded compared to, like, Weird. other trucks. Like, okay, I know that they didn't make, like, fat round body frames to, like... Yeah, just for this kind of style. Yeah, yeah. Or it wasn't a truck. Sorry. It was a it was a van. It looked like a van. So, hmm. Yeah. Uh, I would say it's a pretty artsy, artsy fartsy. Yeah, is that, that's is that like right? the hot happening yeah. place. Kind of yeah. like whatever they have down in Kansas City now. Yeah, light power and light district. Power and light. Sort of thing. Yeah. definitely a mm-hmm. place I would hang out if I lived in mm-hmm. Dallas. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So the name comes from the main street that runs through, or the road, I guess, okay. which was Elm Street. Uh-huh. So if you kind of say it fast, or you have a southern drawl, or whatever, you get Elm. So deep Elm. Where that comes from? Uh, in 1872, there was 500 folks that lived in this neighborhood, um, and then by the 1890s, it had kind of exploded, and it was the place if you were African American to like either live or have your own business, your own restaurant, that sort of thing. Like mm-hmm. it was a self-contained city in this neighborhood. They didn't go out to go into the bank or anything. They had everything there. And that was it. It was like hmm, maybe segregated on purpose so they could have their own thing, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, of course, how things work, uh, the government gets involved because they're like, oh, the depression hit. Some of that stuff happened. Uh, we need to clean up this area, right? So they kind of come in and knock down a bunch of stuff and mm-hmm. take over, push out the people that had lived there and made it a neighborhood. Uh, and then in the 1990s, so 100 years later almost, it um, – kind of is redone and rebuilt um and then some black artists came in 
painters, photographers, that sort of thing. So it's kind of like an area where if you're an artist, like a visual mm-hmm. artist or whatever, fine arts, you might have a studio there or a photography place or mm-hmm. whatever. So it's just, they're trying to keep the historical part alive and the buildings themselves, but mm-hmm. also just the people that had been there for so long. Like that's what they're trying to keep and maintain. So interesting. that's the neighborhood area where this brewery is, has been set up. Interesting. So, so it was almost reclaimed. Yeah, then, I it? would say, yeah. Okay. And then the last thing I did for research, uh, which could have been just about anything, I, I thought, okay, let's go with blondes. Okay. Because off the top of my head, I was like, famous blondes, my mind goes to women. Instantly, boom. Well, of course, yeah. So I wrote down just a list, just off my top of my head list. Okay, all right. Now, a lot of these are old because I'm old, though. But I'll throw <laughs> a few in here that maybe you'll know. Okay. Started right off. Marilyn Monroe. Of course. Boom. Uh, yep. Well, yeah. Then we got Rita Hayworth. Yes. Okay, Mae West. She's older. Yeah. Grace Kelly. Mm-hmm. Doris Day. Yeah. Jane Mansfield. Mm-hmm. Heidi Klum. Eh. Also blonde-ish. Okay. She's German. All right, okay. Bridget Bardot, French actress. Yep. Blonde. Goldie Hawn. Well, yes. Farrah Fawcett, kind of a dirty blonde. Uh, yeah. Dolly Parton. Is she really blonde? <laughs> okay. We don't... We'll go with yes. We don't question Dolly. We'll go with yes. Madonna. She's not really blonde, uh, but she's a bottle blonde. Okay, sure, fine. Uh, Pamela Anderson. Yep. Princess Di. Y- yes. They say Jennifer Lawrence. I don't know if she's blonde. Uh, hmm. Okay, fine. Here's one. Anna Nicole Smith. Yeah. That's a bottle blonde. Yeah. Christy Brinkley. Yeah. We all, well, you and I probably fell in love with her on vacation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kate Moss. I don't, no, no, no. Gwen Stefani. Yes, yes. Reese Witherspoon. All right, fine. Margot Robbie. Yeah. Now Dolan's. Dolan <laughs> woke up on that one. <laughs> Britney Spears. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Charlize Theron. Yeah. And then here's an older one for us. Lonnie Anderson. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, Burt Reynolds. Yep. Oh, WKRP yeah. in Cincinnati. Oh. Then I wrote down four dudes because I could only think of four celebrities that were blonde-haired oh. guys. One of them well, has to be Owen wait, Wilson. He was number one, Owen Wilson. Yeah, there we go. Okay. I was going to say, so I've known, I knew six of the women. Okay. Well, that's, that's it? better than I thought. I would have oh. added uh, Paris Hilton, maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, fine. Maybe like Lady Gaga. She truly blonde? I don't um, know. No. No? I don't know. I don't think so. I, I think she's a bottle blonde. Because mm. I think normally her hair color is closer to what she was in the Star is Born. Yeah. The brownish oh, hair and a brownish yeah, yeah, yeah. color. I think so. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Look, my wife makes fun of me. I've I've thought Lady Gaga was attractive since she came, like since she first yeah. debuted, right? Yeah. And she was just like, well, whatever. Now, secretly, she always thought Allen Iverson was attractive. Allen Iverson, the basketball the player? The basketball yes. player. We're talking yes. about practice? That's exactly right. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So this is the this is why our well, marriage works. <laughs> he so, didn't make my list. No. Well, no. No. But no. Carrie Ewells did. Yes. Robin Hood Men in Tights. Or Princess Bride. Princess Bride. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Craig. No. James Bond. No, 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 no. Yeah. He's not blonde. Yeah. Is he? Huh. Yeah. Okay. And then this one. Mark Paul Gosseler. Yeah, yeah. Zach I think Morris. You Zach forgot Morris. Um, Ric Flair. Woo! <laughs> no, I don't think I forgot him, but maybe I did. He was traditionally blonde. He's famous. Yeah. Yes. Well, I think there's more blonde wrestlers. Hulk Hogan. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, Hogan was uh, blonde. Dusty yeah. Rhodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The American Dream. Yeah. You just said yeah. Ric Flair. Ric Flair. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Does Strawberry Blonde count? Uh, maybe. No. no. You okay, want to no. like traditional? Yeah. 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 Well, we're, yeah, mostly bottle blondes. Mm-hmm. Bottle that, blondes. that was just yeah. off the top of my head because yeah. that's yeah. what it is. I also kind of thought about maybe Cupid dolls because that's kind of what that looks like. That's what the Q oh, yeah. looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and this was my, I, I, I like the beer. I do not necessarily like the can art. Mm. I see where they're going with it. Mm-hmm. There's nothing attractive about this girl. Now, when I think of Dallas Blondes, I think of attractive women. Like the cheerleaders for the football team. Absolutely. Yeah. Speaking of which, my Uh-oh. eighth grade English teacher was a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader. Wow. Turned Minnesota Viking cheerleader until they kind of did away with that. But oh. And then well, she was odd. your teacher? I had a fun eighth grade year. Hmm. I bet everybody no. did. No oh, kidding. I was, that's about the worst grade to be a teacher <laughs> anyway. Right. See the O on blonde? Yeah. yeah. With the bottle? With that's the... the logo for the seltzers. Oh. So that's what kind of popped out of me initially, and then I, now I see it there. Interesting. I do like when you go to their website for the first time, they have like a, it, it's a uh, 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 kind of a big press that's smashing mm-hmm. a, a lemon. Yeah. Like, what do you call it? A hydraulic press. Oh, yep. yeah. And like one of those videos that you watch, yeah. 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 So, another fun story about, since we're talking about, you know, women and Dallas's kind of attractive women right. thing. Like, they've mm-hmm. got a lot of spinoff of, like, Hooters or Twin Peaks. It, oh, like, okay. There's a lot of mm. a lot of them around in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was funny because none of us were thinking about it, and Kurt takes me and Braden out the first day we get into Dallas he goes man I drive this uh by this sports bar called bombshells oh boy every day like every day and I want I've been wanting to try it out it's like a big building it's a huge building Hmm. um yeah it was a surprise (laughs) I'll just say that (laughs) I mean now that you say the name what else could it be blonde bombshells right yeah that's the term we didn't even didn't even think about it. It's just bombshells. There was nothing up front that would mm. even give off that mm. type of vibe. Mm. Uh, but we walked in and we're like, oh, it's this kind of place. Oh, huh. And I had some pretty bomb wings. Oh, I thought you were going to oh. say you turned around and walked out. No. Okay. No. I will. I, okay, so I'll take you a step further there. Oh. Yeah. Uh, some of the best, like, like legit full-size wings, mm-hmm. like I've ever had, like fried full-size wings. Yeah. Hooters. Hooters? No. Yes. Yes. Ooh. Really? I so I like the uh buffalo shrimp at Hooters. Mm. I've only been to Hooters once. I was on a band trip and my Good buddy's aunt mm-hmm. yeah. my buddy's aunt was the chauffeur for oh, our group. Oh. She worked there. Yeah, she was, was like, wait a minute. minute. No, 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 no. Um and we were in actually we were in San Antonio. I don't I don't know if we made it to San Antonio yet. We might have still been in Oklahoma City. But it was in the mall. And his aunt comes up to our group, which is three of us dudes that were in the drum line in one saxophone player. He goes, oh, I thought you meant your band band. Oh, no, like no, no. This is, this is, this is oh. high school. This is, I'm a sophomore in high school. Oh, my goodness. And, so it was like five years ago. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, his, so, <laughs> so his aunt comes and he's, she's like, uh, you guys ever been to Hooters? <laughs> and we're like, what? And she's like, come on, let's, let's go to Hooters. So she takes us. We're all like fifteen-year-old boys. Like we're going to hoot. This is awesome. And we get there, and uh, yeah, I had the buffalo shrimp, and 
It was pretty that good. That was the last time you went. No, we took pictures. Wow. <laughs> yeah, we, we did the I, whole I think, thing. Yeah. yeah. Looking back at it, I'm like, hmm. hmm. This is what he remembers from his first trip to Hooters is the Buffalo shrimp. shrimp. Yeah. yeah. He's just okay. built different, man. Yeah. I guess. I guess so. Love That's okay. It. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I dug a little deeper on okay. these guys, right? So on their, on their website, it says they're the largest independent brewery in North Texas. Okay. Okay. Which fine, I guess Texas is big. If you want to sure, yeah. call yourself the, whatever, that's fine. Uh, but how independent are they? I don't know because they just joined Canarchy. Now, if oh, you remember, I've heard that. yeah, right, yeah, Canarchy was recently ranked. This was back in like the 2017, 2018 top 50 U.S. craft breweries in the country by sales volume. They're ranked number nine. They are a collection of Oscar Blues, Perrin Brewing, Cigar City, Squatters. Wasatch and now Deep Ellum. So that's hmm. a lot of ones I've heard of. They have big distribution. Big. Now that's why. I think we can get squatters, or at least we used to mm-hmm. be able to get it here. I know. We can get Wasatch here. I yeah. think Wasatch yeah, I've was seen like, Wasatch. like one of our very first pumpkin beer episodes. Could be. Like they had a good pumpkin beer. I remember that. Way back in the beginning. So they had the polygamy porter. That was one of the first porters yep. I ever had. Yeah. So I I mean I guess, I don't know. I don't want to argue semantics at all. If you're part of a collective, that's okay. I get it. You yeah. want to get your beer out. That's how Dolan gets it at Old Chicago when he comes back, right? Sure. <laughs> so that's okay. You want you want people to drink your beer, right? You, you produce it for a reason. Yeah, yep. yeah, for sure. So I'm, I'm certainly not holding that against them whatsoever, but I would, I would question the largest independent brewery in North Texas versus you are part of a very large collective to distribute your beer sort of thing. Right. I, yeah. I, I guess does, I does distribution take does that is that a factor to how large you are or is that oh I, I would assume so yeah it has I to mean because you could be a small brewery and produce I don't know a couple beers and still be a part of that couldn't you or do sure. they not I don't no, no. know if it would be worth it to them you right. know what I mean right like you, they'd have to have a lot to Yes. Pump it up and sell it all these places. Like you don't want to order and just get like two cases. No, true. Right. If you're a store or whatever. True. I did find this interesting. This has nothing to do necessarily with them. Uh, the collective is the number one provider of American craft beer in a can in the United States. Hmm. So they're the number one provider of canned beer, but craft level in the United States. Huh. Uh, uh, and has driven Cigar City's High Lie IPA, which I'm not a fan of at all. I'm not, yeah. Eh. You can get that here too now. You can now because of Oscar Blues and Oscar Blues Dale's Pale Ale, which is probably one of my favorite pale ales. Yeah, that one's great. Really? They are the number one and number two sold craft canned six packs in U.S. grocery stores. Makes sense. So because of Canarchy, because of this collective, this is why they're in the position that they are. Yeah. So from a... um, from my perspective, Cigar City's best beer is Florida Cracker. I think the white that they do is probably the best. I, oh, yeah. But, I mean, it, it's just a personal preference, I guess. It's just flavor. If you ask Steve Seitner, he would tell you it's High Life. Mm-hmm. He loves that beer. Oh, yeah. So, Yeah, he's yeah overhyped on that one. Absolutely. He was talking about that, like, gosh, eight years ago. Oh, yeah. Man, oh, if you're going if you're going to Florida, ooh, you've got to get this. Get the yep. High Life. Yeah, that sounds like how he can. That's that's my that's my best Steve Seitner I could do possibly. So there you go. I I think I I could drink a ton of this stuff, a ton. It's well as you said earlier, sessionable, mm-hmm. sessionably, 
Sessionably? Yep. Sessionably drinkable. <laughs> That's a word, but okay. Now, if I knew more about Dallas, I'd probably know some of these landmarks, maybe. Mm-hmm. This looks familiar from when I watched the NBA. They would show this in the skyline. Oh, it's like yeah. a diamond-shaped building. Uh, I'm guessing Boyd Theater means something to somebody. It's probably down in Deep Ellum under Trees, guess. Yeah. yeah. Crazy thing is I was there a week and never went downtown. Hmm. Never went. It's so big. Yeah. Dallas is just yeah. so big. And, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, feel... Deep Ellum was a lot of fun. Yeah. Like, I just liked that area a lot. I, I would go back down. In fact, well, we will, obviously. We just expanded our footprint down there for from an yep. atlas standpoint mm-hmm. so we will be down there i will be down there a lot more dolan will be down there a lot more so yeah, let's try to get to the brewery and see i, I definitely i think we should at some point right yeah I mean, they were cl- the only reason we didn't go is they were closed we were gonna go to deep ellum have beers and eat there um and they were closed for whatever reason mm-hmm. I, I don't know why but we ended up at uh like i said that barbecue place terry black's and um there, they had a black margarita there. It was really good. Weird. Black margarita. Yeah, it okay. was. Com- like the pitch, color was black. It was pitch black. It looked like motor oil. oil. Yeah, hmm. pitch hmm. black. Uh, really good margarita. Secret recipe. The owner Terry himself doesn't even know the recipe. Um, it's his like manager or hmm. or guy right under him who does it. That's cool. Um, so yeah, and I don't know, maybe that guy owns a certain percentage of the hmm. of the place as well. But uh, they had they had this Dallas Blonde on tap along with some other local breweries. But um, they had a couple Deep Ellum on tap actually. Hmm. So yeah. The other the other thing I, I clipped out from their website just because you're right. I mean, we can we both go to a website and we both look for different mm-hmm. things or whatever. Uh, it says, join us in the tap room and enjoy 16 taps of magically badassness. Badassness. Of magically <laughs> badassness. But not all at once, please. Hmm. They ask nicely, please. So drink responsibly. You could still do it, yeah. but they're asking you not to. But don't. It's Just badass, get... yeah. but yeah. not you need badass. like three flights and a taster to get them all. Right? Mm, responsibly? Hey. Is that responsibly? Well, I don't know. Take an Uber Depends back how, to your hotel. And how long are you yeah. there? You know, mm. it's 20 minutes. It's probably not responsible. No. Yeah. Then you're doing shots. Yep. You can't really taste no. those beers. No. If you're there for, you know, a game, that's probably fine. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. I will say, though, I feel it after one flight <laughs> every time. Yeah. No. I mean, it's young. <laughs> yeah. You got to start somewhere. I know, right? Oh, okay. Uh, TripAdvisor, I, I didn't clip out how many reviews they had on there because they had quite a few. Okay. There was a number of them. But here's the, here's the one that caught my eye. And this is specifically from a, if you're a travel nurse in the area by yourself oh, okay. kind of review. Okay. Fun Brewery, May of 2020s. And it's just was called Solo. Not Han Solo. Meaning right. She was by herself. Okay. She. I went to this brewery solo, and I still had a ton of fun. The outdoor is great, the beer is good, and the people watching is better. That's one of the best things about going anywhere, right? especially on vacation. Yeah. People are watching. So much fun. I think just in general, that's, that's one of those things that like, I love to hear is I, I, traveler, maybe don't go out on my own too much or whatever, mm-hmm. but I went and explored, and I found this, and it was great. Yeah. And you did it on your own. And maybe you found some friends because of it, or maybe yeah. you just found good food and good beer and good 
yeah. people watching. That's what you're looking for on assignment, I suppose. Yeah. It's stuff like that. Yeah. I All look right. for that in my own hometown. Uh, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Untapped. 48,000 check-ins. Almost 49. 48.8 thousand okay. check-ins. For this beer. Considerably more than we've had recently, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Where do you think we end up? Three, seven, three. I'm going to say 3.81. 3.54. Huh. Low. You checked this beer in. Years ago? In 2014. Yeah. At a 3.5. So you're right on the money. Yeah. Right huh. on the money. I, I don't think I can disagree with that. Probably 3.75, just so I would give it because it's an easy drinker and I could crush them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 3.75 all day long. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. I don't know. I know I checked this one in. I don't know what I checked it in at. Uh, but if I were to do it again, I would probably do 3.5, Right. It's there. Yeah. It's right up in there. Yeah, it's not it's not offensive in any way, nope. it's not, but it's also not that memorable to yeah. me. It's yeah. just like, yeah, I had a good beer. Yeah. You know? yeah. If you're going to crush some pizza, you're going to watch a game or whatever. This would be perfect. It's or right if, in the money. Yeah, if you're at uh, Bombshells, <laughs> get a pitcher. Why not? They didn't have locals there. They were craft uh, beer there. Bomber. Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought they didn't have locals there. Like, they brought oh, in. Oh, they had locals. Yeah. They had locals. Uh, they had. There was a men's club attached. Oh. So if you're into that, go ahead. <laughs> uh, Kurt may have pointed out a few of those on the way back to the airport. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, as a good, but he, you know, he lives there. Yeah. He's he, just trying to show you oh, what's, what's around. But after we went there, because that was the first day we came, there was quite a few hmm. in Dallas. Like Texas. men's clubs? That's, yeah. It's that's what like, I've heard, man. Oh. Dallas is the place. It's like a thing. Like, that's why I'm thinking maybe it ties in with back. The, mm. Oh. Uh, Dallas Blonde Could logo be. there. Maybe. And everything. And yeah. That's why the shoes. It's like either. It's, I don't know, man. It could be like the walk of shame. Like the next day, the yeah, tiara's kind of crooked. Her eyes kind of <sighs> weird. Her shoes busted. With the with the left shoe on there. I don't know why there's so many diamonds. Like she's Well, they're a girl's best friend, so. That's true. I guess. Marilyn Monroe. I don't know. I there's don't know. a lot going on here. Hmm. Hmm. Probably need another one of these. Luckily, I have one at home, and I'll do some more research. And we'll I'll just look at that can. I'll see what I can find out. We'll come back to it at some point. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, more fun beers to come up. Uh, like I like I teased last week, we're going to get into stout season here pretty soon, but I can't let go of just some summer beers. We got some. We got a fruity, hazy IPA coming. Yes. And then I promise we'll get into stout season. All right. I promise. Well, I believe you. We'll get there. All right, we're not going anywhere for a while. Let's have another beer, y'all. Thank you for listening to A Beer with Atlas. Special thanks to our brand team for producing the show. Each episode of A Beer with Atlas is powered by Atlas Medstaff, an industry leader in travel healthcare staffing. <laughs>